T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mark Hockman. You know what? I might get a breast reduction. Shut up, you jag off. Channing. Crowder. Go the spinner. Chicken and cheese is an aphrodisiac. Alejandro Solana. Rudy Gobert. Those are your weather. You look slightly zooted. I might have tailgated a little bit. Sports. Thursday night football. You can watch it on your ring doorbell. I had some whoopee in a bunch of Waffle House parking lot. Is milk liquid cow? Mr. Unlimited. More sports. There's pork, but sometimes you gotta eat poke. It's raining testicles! The most sports. If you're in a pickle, just call Swickle. What's going on here? I ain't getting no action last night. The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. So I think we start today's show with uh, a little bit of good news. I'm watching, I think Crowder's watching it as well, uh, the press conference about DeMar Hamlin. It's on ESPN. It was on CNN and Fox News. Um, It's two two of the doctors at the UC Medical Center, and uh, they are saying that DeMar Hamlin has shown substantial improvement. Um, You know, the way that uh, I'm listening to this, and, and I'm sure people are watching on social media if you're not able to see the press conference, but it certainly seems like we're headed towards the good outcome um, that we were all hoping and praying for. So feels yeah. feels good to, to hear this. Yes, yes, he's holding his hands, and they were talking about um, psychologically. Like, he's, he seems like he's fine. That was a big concern, his brain yes. didn't get that oxygen. So, yeah, a lot of good news this morning. The, uh, the Buffalo Bills had sent out a statement before this press conference had started a couple, couple hours ago, and it said, per the physicians caring for DeMar Hamlin, at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. DeMar has shown remarkable improvement over the last 24 hours. While still critically ill, he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal, and he is making steady progress. We are grateful for the love and support we have received. And by the way, these press releases that the team uh, uh, sends out officially, this is vetted by the doctors, the patient's family, anyone. They, it's not Solana sending out a tweet and then having to take it down. Yeah. So uh, I'm being 100% honest. When they say he has made remarkable improvement over the past, past 24 hours, they're not saying that lightly. And they're not saying that cavalierly. 
if they are putting in writing officially, he has shown remarkable improvement. Trust me, he has shown remarkable improvement. That's not something that's, you know, kind of haphazard, oh, uh, put out a little statement. Um, so really good news on the DeMar Hamlin front. The press conference is still going on if you want to watch it on ESPN. Yeah, um, and I saw um, a headline somewhere. It, it, was, it said it had a picture of DeMar and said America's son because we're all sitting here, yeah. you know, like concerned with him like he was our child and – it's really like it was a it was a breath of fresh air hearing that, and also the league with this like this is this is a big a big deep a deep exhale for the league because okay now we're headed in the right direction now we can even speak about football again this is this right. is that first step about talking about football you know what I said where when someone's being wheeled off the field on a stretcher and you get that thumbs up and it's the tacit approval to go ahead and care about sport and football again this is that. Yes. And uh, and it feels good. Uh, it says here on the graphic underneath the press conference right now, Hamlin is unable to speak. Now, remember, he has tubes down his throat. That's why. Hamlin is unable to speak, but he was able to communicate in writing. So if he's communicating via writing, that certainly leads you to believe that neurologically he's intact. And so yeah. really, again, great news. Um, substantial improvement is... Uh, is what they're using here in quotes on the graphic on ESPN. So uh, we'll continue to follow that. That's, a, that's like a, a breath of fresh air. I had not seen that, what you saw, Crowder, uh, America's son. But when you said that, you're right. Like, we, we're all waiting for news as if we were waiting for news of a family member. So yeah. um, there is a, a sense of relief. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. We're going to talk plenty of sports today. Uh, certainly, I'm sure Crowder will explain to you today why he believes Zach Thomas should be in the Hall of Fame. Zach Thomas, uh, once again, he is a finalist for the Hall of Fame. And uh, I, I, I think a lot of Dolphins fans, uh, certainly his teammates like you, Crowder, don't understand why he's not already in, but hopefully this will be the year. When he makes it, I'm acting a plum fool of myself. You heading out there for the uh, yeah for the uh, oh. induction? Yeah, I'm taking my shirt off. I'm throwing my drawers on stage. I joke about it. I'm making a plum <laughs> fool of myself when Zach gets in. <laughs> well, uh, I hope he does. How many years <laughs> has it been now? That uh, it's been three or four years. No, he didn't. Longer oh, than retirement or well, eligibility was ten, but he didn't but, even make but the to become the a finalist. finalist. The, this is his fourth year, I believe, as a fourth finalist. Yeah. But that's. That's crazy. It was five, six years before that. They didn't even think. Never mind. Don't, I'm going to get worked up, Hawk. Let's, <laughs> let's wish for the best for Zach right. as well because this, this, this upsets me. Fair enough. So we'll talk uh, plenty of sports today. Josh Appel is going to join us. Josh is on the call of the Bills game on Sunday. And so he's flying up to Buffalo. And obviously it's going to be an emotional broadcast, first of all. But with the news that's coming out today, again, I think it gives Buffalo – the players, his teammates, you know, the ability to focus on their game. That game, football-wise, has a lot uh, to do with the Dolphins' playoff hopes. Yeah. So Josh Appel will join us today. Uh, we'll talk about that. And uh, Danny Cannell will join us today. We always love talking football with uh, Danny Cannell. And Rob Pizzola, professional sports gambler up in Canada. Want to get the uh, national championship game pick. Dolphins pick and some other stuff. So we got a lot of stuff to get to 
on this Thursday. Where are you doing the show from today, Crowder? What country? Uh, what uh, time zone? I'm in the U.S. I'm in the Eastern time zone, mm. but I am in New York. Ah, that's like your second home. I know, and I dislike it. Why would I choose to make this my second home? This is ridiculous. It's gray. It's cold. I thought I had a great tweet yesterday. Uh, people are, you know, giving Crowder mad props for his appearance on Colin Cowherd yesterday. And uh, Cowher, uh, Crowder had tweeted out to Cowherd like, hey, you, you should put me in that chair across from you. And someone tweeted back at Crowder and said, uh, as long as you don't leave the pivot. And Crowder responded with, no, the pivot is family. Uh, everything else is gravy. So I responded to that by writing, hmm. hmm. <laughs> and- Which made me laugh, and I showed it to my wife. We were laying in bed. She was cracking up. I thought it was funny. And those two letters that you use hit me exactly <laughs> how you wanted them to hit me. Hmm. <laughs> I, I was saying from from the from the the, the start of the pivot moving forward, we're old school, baby. We've been like I said, we've been down, man. We've been I down know. for for a decade. What was that? What did you say on Twitter? What was the term you used? I we down like fine. a Cadillac with four flats. <laughs> we down like a Cadillac with four flats. I yes. love that because <laughs> that's down. Yeah. Yeah, man, this, this, this is. Uh, but I will, I will ma- say talk, this: talk. we're Cr- married. We're listen, married. I've been, listen. I've been dating the pivot for a year. We're listen. married. Crowder knows this, and I, I, I don't know if I've ever said it publicly. Uh, Crowder is uh, bigger than an AM radio show, and honestly, when the opportunity presents itself for him to go sit across from Colin Cowherd every day or to do a national television or radio show, he uh, he will have nothing but well wishes from me and I think everyone on this show. So we, we listen, uh, we, we enjoy the time that we spend together, and I hope it's forever, but I know what's out there for you, and, uh, and when it comes, you jump at it, trust me. I'm taking uh, a, be, mor- I'm, I'm taking a morning fine. shift because just like everybody knows on the pivot, two to six Eastern. If if it's Egypt, if it's Spain, if it's New York, two to I, six Eastern, I got something to do. I will be fine. Um, <laughs> Solana, let's get headlines here. Start out the show. Uh, here are our headlines with Alejandro Solana. Just break up with us. I don't know, like through text, not on Twitter. You know, like that. That kind of no. Me I kind of want to. I want to read. No, I want to read about it. I, like, I he doesn't tell us when he's doing the show from Egypt. I don't want him. <laughs> like, I just want him to not be here one day. And I turn on the TV, you know, and he's doing a radio show nationally. You know, and all of a sudden he's sitting across from Levitard and Stugatz, and it, it's a, a, a Channing Lark. I mean, listen, if it happens, it happens. I'm all right. we've broached that topic and it went down here real fast (laughs) we don't want to get into detail right (laughs) by the way in case anybody was wondering if you google down like a cadillac with four flats bro not much comes up so i'm glad you were able to uh explain what that meant because i was a little confused does his tweet to me come up (laughs) like that would be the only uh (laughs) the only thing on the google search It's it's actually an old outcast line, I believe, a goody mob. One of them it's old Atlanta line. groups. Yeah, it's a great line. Yeah, I might start using that myself. Actually, you're gonna get looked at funny. <laughs> All right, maybe I won't use it then. A sports <laughs> update driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. 
Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Also brought to you by the law office of Swickle and Associates, representing Florida residents and professional athletes for over 30 years in the area of criminal and family law. Call them, 954-524-1192. And remember, if you're in a pickle, call Swickle. I'll start with the Miami Dolphins because there's two other stories locally that I don't want to broach. So we'll All start right. with the Finns. Does one have to do with Bam out of bio? Uh, yeah, and, and the entire Miami Heat team. And, uh, and Kane's hoops. They, they both lost last night. Not the best night for basketball in South Florida it was not. yesterday. It was not. Georgia Tech was unranked. Canes were number 12. Uh, it, it went awry there at the end. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Dolphins go, Mike Glennon, according to Josh Moser of WSVN, uh, he says Mike Glennon believes he will be active on Sunday. His family is coming to watch him uh, on Sunday against the Jets. If Mike Glennon gets in this game, fellas, we are in trouble. It it really surprised me when I saw that on Twitter because I had said yesterday, I don't think he'll be active. I think he's on the practice squad, but I think it'll be Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson, but maybe they'll have three quarterbacks active on Sunday. He seems to believe it, so... Someone, Hawk, someone obviously told him that, right? Like, he, did, he didn't just make that up. Hawk, I believe two are going to be active and Teddy's going to have a hat on. Mm, it's possible. And I would ask you this. I was going to ask Appel in the next segment, but I, I, I would ask you this. Do you think there's any merit? You have to win this game on Sunday. Do you think there's any merit to starting, if it's between Mike Glennon and Skylar Thompson, is there merit to starting Mike Glennon? No, no. He, no? He not starting him, Hawk, but I, I actually joked about it a couple of days ago when he signed him. If Skyler is I'm talking about three interceptions first half, I would not be surprised at all if Mike comes out and starts the second half. Right, right. But to start him off of three days of looking at the playbook. But being an NFL veteran and just needing a win, and you've seen Skyler Thompson and what was he, a seventh round pick, and he has you know, he's played sparingly, and when he has, it hasn't been that great. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's something to be said for having an NFL, long-time NFL vet in there. Yeah, if you start Mike Glennon, you cut Skylar Thompson the moment the game's right, over. Right, right. Yeah, why, yeah. Why, why do you yeah. keep him around? Yeah. Totally agree. I will tell you, if if Mike McDaniel does start him, he'd really be putting his neck on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the joke. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I'll be in Boca the rest of the week. And uh, whatever. <laughs> 15 minutes, you got one off. <laughs> it's the same mentality you had with Jeff Saturday, right? Like the move is just so crazy, it might work. Well, I think there, there was different. There was, there, there was nothing. It, it, there were no... Um, results that were going to happen from Jeff Saturday. I mean, they weren't going to make the playoffs. Like there was nothing, there was no risk there. There's a risk on Sunday if you make the wrong decision, right? So if you're Mike McDaniel, you go with Skylar Thompson. He's picked off four times and has 45 yards passing and they're all dump offs. Um, Then I would submit to you, he made the wrong decision, you know? And if you go with Glennon, and, uh, you know, he can't do anything because he doesn't know the offense. Like, there are ramifications to this decision. I don't think there were any ramifications to Jim Ursay's decision to hire Jeff Saturday. No, and that, that motivation that a head coach brings, st- same offense in place, same defense in place mm-hmm. in Indy. Mike Glennon got the playbook two days ago. 
he's not going to be able to run this offense the way it's supposed to be run. And with all the motions and the shifts and the pre-snap stuff, it's gonna, if he does play, it would be a high school offense that they had to implement. Xavier Howard and Bradley Chubb, by the way, they were back at practice. No Tua, no Teron Armstead. Uh, the Heat did lose to the Lakers without LeBron James and Anthony Davis last night. 112-109 to was the final score. Pathetic, frustrating performance. They play the Suns tomorrow night in Phoenix to end that five-game road trip. All right. And as we mentioned, Canes Hoops, their first ACC loss of the season. Tomorrow night, Panthers at Red Wings, 7 p.m. puck drop. All right, very good. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. Right now, it is partly cloudy in South Florida. Tonight, your lows will be in the mid-70s. That's your weather. All right, Josh Appel, join us next. He is on the call of the Bills-Patriots game on Sunday. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. On the mound for the Marlins, number 49. Pillow! Hawk and Crowder. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we're going to bring on Josh Appel here. So he is the public address announcer for the Miami Marlins at Lone Depot Park. And he's also the national play-by-play voice for the NFL on Sports USA. And I was telling you, Crowder, Josh will be on the call from Buffalo this Sunday for the Bills-Patriots uh, game. And and that game is obviously going to be filled with a lot of emotion yeah. because that'll be the first time Buffalo takes the field since Monday night. And with the news, though, that we've gotten earlier today from this press conference at UC Medical Center, I think there's a little bit of a burden lifted, right? Where now it feels like it's okay to go out there, play football, worry about football because uh, DeMar Hamlin seems to be progressing and he's communicating via writing and, you know, all the good stuff that we wanted to hear. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure they're going to have some kind of, you know, tribute to him, a a patch or something like that. So it's going to be, I think it'll be positive emotion for the Bills, which is not good for the Patriots. 
And um, for the Dolphins, football-wise, this game could have a tremendous effect on what happens with the Dolphins and their playoff hopes. Uh, but, you know, the first order of business for the Dolphins, obviously, would be beating the Jets on Sunday. They'll be playing at the same time, but the first order of business that the Dolphins need to worry about is having Mike Glennon lead them to a victory Mm-mm. or Skyler Town or someone. <laughs> uh, Josh Appel is joining us now. Hello, Josh. Hello, gentlemen. Um, have you been given thought to, and, and I think it makes it a little bit easier after we watched the, the press conference earlier with the doctors, but ha- have you been given a lot of thought as to how you will approach calling the Bills game on, on Sunday? I actually have. I've been thinking about what we're going to talk about in our open, and obviously Damar Hammond will be our lead story when we welcome back into the broadcast, but as or welcome people into the broadcast, but after the news that came out just a little while ago, it's it'll be a lot less somber than it could have been. Yeah. Which which will be really a, a positive thing for everybody involved. Yeah. And, and Josh, like, I don't want to say overdo it, but like when a safety makes a play, like throughout the game, because actually during the Super Bowl, me and Hawk bet on it because we have problems. You do too, Josh. You're a gambler. <laughs> but like, yeah. how many times do they say Giselle Brady, Giselle Bunchen instead of Tom's name, whatever like that, like, uh, do you have to like pull back or is there a number you're trying to hit? It's just it's a it's a situation. It's unprecedented on the field, Josh, but I think it might be unprecedented for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we'll reference it probably multiple times throughout the broadcast. It'll be the main storyline coming into it because it's been the main. It's not just the main storyline for the Bills. It's been the main storyline of the NFL. It's been the main storyline in non-sports uh, news outlets. So it's it's a national story that has transcended football. So it's definitely something that we're going to be uh, making sure that we remind our listeners of throughout the course of the game. If for nothing else, for people who are tuning in who still might not have heard that things have turned in a positive direction for them. Yeah, I, w- I was saying uh, to Crowder and Solana earlier that when the Buffalo Bills released a tweet, which is also a press release, where it says – um, he has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. Um, I, was, I was saying, like, that release is not written haphazardly. Like, no. that, that is, like, when they use the words remarkable improvement, that's not, well, he's shown a little improvement and we'll hope for the best. Like, they choose their words carefully on something that is uh, this critical. And so when they say he's shown remarkable improvement, when they say that he appears to be neurologically intact, um, it's really, it's, it's, again, the words are chosen carefully, but this is what we've all been waiting to hear since Monday night. So there is that little bit of, uh, of relief and, and will probably allow you to focus more on the game than maybe you thought you would be even yesterday. No doubt about it. And the other name that we're going to talk about too is the, uh, the assistant athletic trainer whose name has now been made public. Well, I mean, I guess it was public before, but I guess now identified as the first one out there giving CPR to DeMar. Uh, It was uh, Denny Kellington. So we're going to make sure that we uh, give him his proper praise as well, because I I know that you can kind of get caught up in the cliche of these things, but I mean, a legitimate hero, like legitimately saved his life on the field with the way that he responded and was administering CPR. Um, so we're going to make sure that we give uh, Denny Kellington his proper praise as well. Um, I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, though. I think this kind of puts everybody at ease a bit as much as they possibly could be in a situation like this. And, and I think it's just it, – it's I, it, 
I don't know how what the correct word to describe this would be, but the fact that the first thing that Demar Hamlin wrote was you know who won the game or yeah. communicated was who won the game. Um, it, it it's a it's a it's a unprecedented situation as as many people have pointed out uh, over the course of the week, unimaginable all of the above, and to see this kind of progress made so soon, um, it, it's it's really amazing to see. And Josh, I know you heard us coming in. Are are you like? Is this going to be a crazy boost to the Buffalo Bills players, knowing that their boy, their their brother, their teammate is progressing in the right direction? Do you see? Do you think it'll affect on the field? So you know, that's something that I was I was thinking about earlier today, actually, before this news came out. And on one hand, you could think, all right, they're going to you know use that as motivation in a good way to you know, get themselves up. But at the same time, like, how can you mentally prepare to play another game where you're not sure if, if he's going to make it? So now I think that the fact that we know that he's awake and he's communicative and he's responsive and all the above, and I think that's a lot easier for these guys to get prepared for this game. And, you know, they still have a lot to play for. And they're obviously going to want to, you know, win it for him as well and put a good performance on for him. So, so I, think, Dolph- I think it could benefit them. Yeah. For Dolphins fans, Dolphins, the, the first order of business, obviously, and the, like I said, the games take place at the same time. But for the Dolphins, they need to worry about beating the Jets, and they happen to be underdogs at home. Uh, but then they also need the Bills to beat the Patriots um, in order to punch their ticket for the playoffs. I asked Crowder and Solana at the beginning of the show today, do you think they're – because Mike Glennon came out today and said that he thinks he's going to be active on Sunday – you think there's any merit or any debate as to if it's a choice between Skylar Thompson and Mike Glennon that Mike Glennon would get the nod in a super important game? No, no. This is Mike Glennon will be active because Teddy Bridgewater won't be. This mm-hmm. is not a Mike Glennon is going to. Uh, there's a controversy on, on they're legitimately debating whether or not to start Skylar or Mike Glennon. Skylar Thompson. Mm-hmm. In all likelihood, I know they haven't officially announced it yet, but like Skylar Thompson is going to start the game if Teddy can't play, which it looks like he can't. They're not going to start Mike Glennon, who's been in the offense for two and a half days, a la Baker Mayfield earlier this year. I think the only way we see Mike Glennon is in an emergency situation if Skylar Thompson gets hurt or if the performance is that bad from him that, you know, it warrants making the switch. Um, I think it's Skylar Thompson. Glennon's just brought in as insurance somebody who's played before and has been in all kinds of different situations. Now, if they're playing Mike Glennon on Sunday, uh, I'm not. I'm not certain how how well things are going to turn not, out. May not matter <laughs> what went on in the Bills Patriots yeah, game. Right. Yeah. Right. And with, I mean, it's still, look, it's still, uh, sorry to cut you off, Channing. Like the Jets still have a really good defense. I mean, regardless of who's going to end up playing quarterback on Sunday, like that defense is still really good. So it's going to be a challenge either way. And, and Josh, I've been on a number of football teams. I've never met my quarterback on Wednesday to play Sunday. <laughs> so, like, I, this is—I don't even know the answer to my own question or even a thought of it. How do they approach that? Like, Skyler, Skyler's been in this system since camp. Mike's been in it for forty-eight hours. Like, do you have two separate playbooks almost? Like, you just kind of go Sunday morning and say, Mike, what have you retained? Like, how do you approach it when your quarterback's been on your team and has a legit chance of playing, even if Skyler, you know, his shoulder pads break and Mike has to go in for a series? How do you approach having a guy on your team that's been there for four days and he might play? Well, I think part of the appeal of Mike Glennon is that he's been there and done that in different systems and seen a lot over the course of his career. And I think, you know, there was a lot of in-depth reporting on what 
Baker Mayfield's process was when he ended up starting on a Thursday night for Los Angeles a, a few weeks ago and obviously led him to a win late in that game. And basically, uh, from what I gather from that, was they just made sure that there was a package of plays or a number of plays that Baker was familiar with prior and blended into that offense. So I'm assuming there'll be some kind of similar situation to that where they'll have something that they know that Glennon can handle and is comfortable with um, going into Sunday. Uh, Limited reps would be limited anyways because he's a backup and he wouldn't be getting reps during the practice week to begin with. And being as he's someone who has been around the game for a while, he's someone who's been a backup before, can hopefully be able to process enough of what he needs to, studying film and studying the playbook over the course of these three days, where if he has to get in there, he'll be able to at least do a competent job. Josh Appel is with us. Again, national voice for the NFL on Sports USA. He's got the Bills call this Sunday from Buffalo. Um, are you surprised I mentioned the Dolphins are underdogs at home? And obviously, I think that has to do with the quarterback situation. Are you surprised in a must-win game at home with a team that's looked fairly good throughout the season, not recently, certainly not in December? Um, are you, are you, I don't know, surprised that they're one-and-a-half-point dogs at home? Um, I'm surprised they're underdogs, but I'm not surprised, like, if they were, if it was a pick or if, the, if they were, like, minus one, I get it because of the quarterback situation. That's really what it is here. It's not, you know, it's the third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, against uh, a really good defense and a team that beat them 40-17 to 17 earlier this year. Um, but one-and-a-half points, I mean, that's not, not necessarily a pick but, like, it just is what it is. I'm not that surprised, though, because of, of the quarterback situation yeah. and the previous result earlier this year. And Josh, I want to jump back to the Bills-Patriots game. I've heard a lot of reports today. They were talking to ESPN that they might just call the Cincinnati Bills game a tie. They're talking about they might extend it and, and, you know, play it week 18 instead of, you know, instead of now push it back two weeks or whatever, finish the game. Does this game mean more for the Bills? Because, what is it, 13-3 and KC? 12 and 4, 11 and 4 Cincinnati, and they're sitting right in the middle. Like, does this game mean more now that that game went down the way it did Monday night? Certainly, yeah. And I think it would have meant a lot for them regardless of that um, result on Monday because I think Buffalo still, either way, would have a chance at, you know, the higher seed, whether it's over Cincinnati or whether it's over Kansas City. So they would have had to come win anyways because they would have still at least wanted the two seed. You know, although I guess if they had lost to Cincinnati, that'd have been out the window. But uh, look, I think that in this situation, you want to be playing good football going into the playoffs. And despite the fact that KC is playing before Buffalo, KC's that Saturday game. If they win, I think they lock up the one seed anyways. Um, you know, I, I think it's the, the same amount, if, if not a little more, to answer your question. A really long-winded way <laughs> to say I was, yeah, was going to say him. Him saying you want to you want to be playing good football heading into the playoffs doesn't bode well for the Dolphins, who just can't seem to get anything right. Well, uh, I have a question for you guys. Like, it seems like if the Dolphins get in, and if Tua isn't cleared by then, they're probably going to end up going to one of the uh, on the road to a Buffalo or Cincinnati or something like that. That'll go well, the, 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 right? But I, I feel like if you're the Dolphins, you'd much rather get in and get the doors blown off than lose your six straight and miss the playoffs on Sunday, right? Oh, uh, we, we talked about this yesterday, 100%. If nothing else, even if you get the doors blown off, if nothing else, that narrative of it was one of the most epic collapses in the history of South Florida sports, if they get into the postseason, 
in my mind, that narrative doesn't exist. It's still a collapse, right? Because you lost five in a row, right. um, and you squeak into the playoffs when you when you had an eight three record at one point in the season. But the notion that it was an epic collapse, I mean, if you make it to the postseason, you make it to the postseason. So I think Mike McDaniel would take that choice. You know, I think Dolphins fans would too. No, no, for nar- sure. Yeah. And the narrative behind it, though, remember Tannehill was hurt. What was that? Sixteen. Yep, but Matt it Moore. was still Tannehill carried him to the playoffs. This would right. be Tua's first playoff team. This would be Mike McDaniel carries his, his first team as a, a first-year head coach to the playoffs. I think in the moment we're looking at it as a six-game losing streak, the big picture we'll look at it as a playoff season. Yeah. And and the other thing, too, I, I, it's obviously a collapse, and it's not how they – you know, a five-game losing streak is a five-game losing streak. But – Injuries have been a, a huge demise for this team. Everybody goes through injuries in the league at this time of year. Not an excuse, but it's still a, a huge reason why they faltered to this point. Yeah, they were healthy enough against you know on that West Coast road trip, but we came out of that Buffalo game thinking that they had kind of figured it out again and brought themselves back. And then Tua gets the concussion, and now here we are. You know, two straight losses after that that you really needed. I, I, I don't know how much of this – like, it'd be one thing if they've been healthy the whole time and this was the same team that got to 8-3 and three that had lost five in a row in the fashion they had. But given the, the just the injury attrition they've gone through, I, I, it's it feels a little different in that sense. It's just bad luck combined with some bad play, in my opinion, with the injuries. He could be talking about the Panthers or ah, the Dolphins I knew that there. was going to come. Josh Appel was in the suite with us Tuesday night for the Panthers game, and they and they beat the Coyotes. Uh, is that the beginning of the turnaround? He's a huge Panthers fan. Some would even call him a Panthers apologist. I'm, a, I'm more of a realist, I would say. <laughs> I'm a rational uh, fan of the team who, you know, I try to – not get too emotional either way. Although I did flick off Chris Whittingham after Matthew Kachuk scored his hat trick goal uh, the other night because the, for 10 minutes before the game, Whitty's banging on about how the, the train ruined everything and how to send Kachuk back to Calgary. And I'm sitting there like, well, the if there, there's, but there is a valid talking point there, which is Kachuk is having an incredible season, put up a hat trick Tuesday night, like you said. Um, but if they go from winning the President's Trophy to not even making the playoffs, can you call the trade a success? Uh, yes. He's been more productive than the guy he got traded for. That, that, but by, nah, by, that's by not what I'm shot. asking you. That's but, not, but, but, but you're, saying, no, but, but you're playing a game on. there. I, I, I know who's more productive. I'm asking you, if they don't even make the playoffs, can you call the trade a success? My question to you would be, when you watch this team, is Matthew Kachuk the reason why they are in the position they're in? Because my answer is no. Uh, I would put it more on goaltending and Paul Maurice, the the style of play, than anything. Yeah, so I I can't say that – to say that the trade is, like, the the main reason why they've struggled, to me, is just not – there's, like, a million things that I would point to. Literally a million things. I'll make a list for you. Bring it to Twin Peaks next (laughs) time. A million things that I would would put in front of. A million (laughs) things. Before uh, I, I, I look at Matthew Kachuk. Nah, this might be the start of a big run. Big four-game road trip. Season on the line. I hope you're right. But aren't they set? Like, they can't go move again. They can't re- They can't do have a third coach for a third year. Like, what we have is what we have with the Panthers, isn't it? I, I think that it would be very tough to dismiss Paul Maurice this season in season, depending on how the rest of the year goes. It might get to a point where you have no choice, but I could see a scenario where – they say, all right, you know, we, we excuse, we, there's so many reasons why this went wrong. 
give you another shot next year. And if they start slow next year, then you might pull the trigger. But I, I, I can't see a scenario where they cut bait so quickly. I mean, I mean if they, the I think I had said it to Whittingham in the in the suite. Like, if they went on a ten game losing streak, you would have. They to. might be forced to. Yeah, I thought honestly, like with the way that they had played in the previous two games, if they had come home and responded after those two with a loss to Arizona and gone zero and two this year against Arizona, I think that that talk might have picked up a bit. I'm not to say that like his job security is on a game by game basis, and this is purely speculative on my part, obviously. Yeah, and because I mean, listen, but they, they, just, could, they be, could go on a yeah. six game winning streak too, and we can all be singing the praises of how it took a half a season for him to implement his system, and then Anthony Duclair comes back. You know what I mean? Like, they, just like generally this, got healthier. This, like, it, it right, it could turn around. Goaltending could get better. It could turn around. Right, and, and I said to you in the suite the other night, like I don't care who your skaters are, what your four lines uh, and your, your three defensive pairs look like. If your $10 million a year goaltender has a save percentage under 900, you're just not going to have a good record. That's right. not a, you, you can't win that way. So you can say the system, you can say uh, the trade, you say all this. The bottom line is if your starting goaltender has an 894 save percentage, you're not winning games. It's just that simple. Solana has an issue. Oh, here we go. No, I mean we get it. You know, we were all in the suite. We like we that was established immediately when the Panthers discussion started. No need to reference it eight times every time you talk about a previous conversation you had in the suite. We got it, Appel and Hawk. We like Crowder. You were there too. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember you gloating about being in the suite. I believe yeah, he yeah, we were in, in the suite. suite. I, I believe uh, Crowder dropped in in the suite as well. I, think, <laughs> I actually think you're just angry because people don't know that you were in the suite, and that's why you wanted to speak up. I think you're kind of lambasting us, but it's a means to announce that you also were in the suite. <laughs> I don't know what lambasting means, uh, but I will tell you, that is not the case at all. I just don't see the, the need to preface a conversation with, well, in the suite 19 times in an interview. Like, everybody well, knows all right. we were there. We, we, all, well, we all know that. You guys are familiar with uh, one of the first times we were in the suite this year, my big gambling win against the Flyers. Oh, well, that was, in- honestly, that was one of the best times I've had in the suite. <laughs> yeah, so in the suite on Tuesday, we had another similar scenario where I had Sam Reinhardt over two and a half shots, and he's got a two-on-one with an empty net with Sam Bennett, and neither of them ended up getting a shot on goal. And I'm apoplectic in the suite because my over two and a half shots on goals didn't happen. Did, and, did you see you that know, Tuesday night in the suite, Crowder? I mean, he was he was so angry <laughs> on, this, <laughs> on this empty netter. that uh, Was it Sam Bennett or Sam Reinhardt? I had Reinhardt over two and a half shots right. on goal. Sometimes it was it's a hard two to on hear one you at, when we're in the suite. Yeah, yeah, I know it does get loud in there, especially when I'm yelling and I'm disturbing Loud-y other where? people in the suite. Where's, yeah, the suite. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so let let me let me pull the curtain back on myself. Y'all know I don't fully understand hockey to that level, so I'm so confused at some points throughout that game when y'all were cheering for stuff, and I didn't know. And Appel, your emotion for this team is amazing. I love it. <laughs> But I don't know what the hell you're cheering or booing for. So yeah, you know. Well, hold on. I as I, I was in, boo. as I had a great time in the suite. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing, Shannon. If you come into the suite with us more for games, you'll learn that I don't boo. I loo when that is when, true. When They're the not booing. They're looing. Yeah. So right, we gotta go. Chad we gotta go. In the we've suite. gone off the we've gone off the rails here. Solana, do you feel like you were heard? <laughs> dismissive <laughs> he feels like how i felt when i got left out of the picture from the suite <laughs> that was one of my funniest jokes that i've ever played 
when I took that picture, Crowder, of me, you, Roy, Whittingham, Solana, I specifically took it when, when Nobel had left because he wanted to be in that picture so bad. <laughs> the, the, first, the first thing I said when I got back into the suite was, uh, let's take another. Yeah, yeah, he asked me, can we take another? I'm like, no. <laughs> hey, Appel, right, uh, uh, make sure to take one more picture on uh, on the Bills field this season. Because, you know, three hasn't been enough. We, we really need that yeah. fourth picture. Uh, that's, a little, uh, that's a little insensitive, don't yeah. you think? So, Solano, why don't, why don't you send out one more tweet and Instagram post from the 560 account, which you never tweet or Instagram about this <laughs> show, about the heat broadcast starting. <laughs> hey, and also, <laughs> send another picture from your hotel room desk also. We need to bring him show from there. Real good view we, of everything. We've never seen a blue microphone before. <laughs> Keep sending those. The best part is I got the I got the tip off time wrong last night for the heat broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Josh Appel, he'll be on the call for Sports USA for Bills and Patriots on Sunday. Thanks, Josh. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. All right, we've got to take a break here. Do not go anywhere. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. My brother came all the way from Scottsdale, Arizona to be here tonight. And you're not going to sing for him? Hawk and Crowder. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.